would all be quite pleasant to behold if it wasn't for the corpses leering at you. Oh, oh. Give me a constitution check. This is why I didn't do this. (laughs) Please turn into a girl. Twerk, twerk, twerk. Horse, it's what's for dinner. Stop being accommodating while I'm being accommodating. Chapter 44, Lowell's Tower. Okay, well in the last episode you guys had finally gotten your way to Balance Kelly and then met the elves and it turned out they were very happy to see all of you, even Adri. And had a nice dinner up until the point that the Dragonborn apparently went nuts. So uh, we'll have to see what's up with that. But anyways, you guys are able to, uh, after all the excitement with Fernville, retire to your individual uh, cottages. And, and as we said, they are all within about eyeshot of each other. So, you know, a quick dash could bring you from one to the other. And um, as you saw before, they don't seem to have locks. Apparently they don't need locks in the Elvish land. But anyways, you all retired to your cottage, and uh, Adri, you enter your cottage, and you hear a familiar voice say, close the door. And you look up, and sitting at the table in your cottage is the elf, the one that started you on this whole adventure back in the monastery. And he says, Adri, have a seat. And he indicates the seat across the table from him. Tentatively, I shut the door and sit down. Well, what do you have to report? Certainly you must have something to report at this point in time. Report on what? What is the evil? What progress have you made on finding it? And what are we going to do about it? We don't know. That's why we're here. Well, what have you found out so far? Well, can just in summation, yeah. I'll, I'll have told them all our adventures going to the, the uh, center, central city in the Mare and uh, you know all the various events that have happened leading up to this point. So you wandered around the desert and visited a ruined city, and now you think to find a, ta- or a tower that might have been there a thousand years ago, but isn't? This is not much of the way of progress. You need to be picking things up. I mean, what would happen if your party found out about what you really are? There are half-elves in the party. Look, you're not giving me a lot to work with here. We were given a prophecy, you already know what it is, and this is where we've been led through that. Well, you need to pick the pace up a bit, or I'll tell the half-elves about what you really are. All right. And he gets up and walks out. Can I see where he's going? He just kind of walks straight ahead off into the trees. So out of character, th- this is a veil of half-elves? No, this is elves. These are honestly Okay, but he elves. said ha- or You have half-elves is... in your party. Oh, that's what she meant. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, 
the evening goes by kind of uneventfully. Um, Grinville doesn't wig out again. Uh, you guys all get a good night's sleep and feel... And actually, it's probably the best night's sleep that you guys have had maybe since you left Waterfall City. So good we get a bonus key point? No. <laughs> but but thanks for trying. But we leveled a six, right? No. no. <laughs> but thanks for trying. And um, but you guys do uh, wake up completely refreshed, um, and uh, the elves have basically a uh, continental breakfast of rolls and uh, fruit and so forth waiting for you at, at first thing in the morning. Kale, so, yeah, arugula. Hey, it's a superfood. Barley, oats, <coughs> and um, barley meal. I'm wondering why there's a stale piece of jerky under my tongue. <laughs> Left in there, <laughs> didn't even oh, chew it. By now, it's quite quite gooey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you've got jerky gum. Mm. Uh, yeah. And um, meaty fresh. <laughs> Daro guy makes a, a appearance. He says, "Well, adventurers, are you ready to be off? Uh, I've uh, luckily been uh, offered uh, the job of being your guide." I have a horse. I just put angry. Sorry. And it's hungry because you left it. You summoned it and you took off. Oh, I'm like all scraping our kale straps uh, I, I, off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it went and raided somebody's garden and ate it all up. Yeah. How long does the horse hang around for after you summon it? it it's summoned. And now, we now we have a horse we need to feed and store. Yeah. Until it dies. Nice. <laughs> Until it dies. Oh my gosh. You know what? An extra week's <laughs> rations for each of us. <laughs> oh, here you go. We have food every single day. Walking food. A. Beef. Anyway. Horse. <laughs> Not beef. Horse. It's what's for dinner. <coughs> Something to carry all this gold that we've yeah. been lugging around. Well, did, did you guys have a fresh meat last night? Yes, you can still see where that Alistair was whipping it. So. <laughs> Don't ask him what he's whipping it with. Okay. Um, kale stock. Um, that one can. Lead on, sir. Lead on. He says, I've never actually been to the Druid Circle. But uh, they tell me that's where you wish to go. It shouldn't be too hard to find. And he, uh, you know, after you guys get done packing and arranging your gear, he starts just heading off to the northeast. Uh, once again, it's not like you can even see trails, but everywhere he goes seems to be the like easiest path through the forest. Um, so you, you figure th this must be the elf version of trails in the forest. You know, you don't have a saddle. How are you riding this horse? I don't know. It's... Do you know how to ride a horse? Yeah. Oh yes, he does. And yes, he's a he's a free range rider. He does a yeah. horseback yeah. riding. And apparently, we have quote an instinctive <clears throat> bond with it that allows me to fight as a seamless unit. So excellent. Apparently, so your horse will beat up all the people who mm -hmm. made fun of you. <laughs> Whoever said that I could become the, the greatest paladin here? <laughs> <laughs> in the face. No one. Anyway, no one. So you guys take off through the forest, and it's just you know picturesque and lovely. Um, you know, great towering oaks. Um, you know, leading up into some conifers to the west, and um, you know, small bushy plants that kind of obscure your vision here and there. But um, you know. Nice ferns and grasses that you walk through, just absolutely beautiful every which way you go. And um, you just keep tromping, tromping about uh, noon. Um, you know, the uh, 
you know, Dara guy um, stops for a quick meal and he uh, just reaches into his pouch and pulls out these fistfuls of some sort of, you know, feed or meal or grain or something and, and <coughs> munches happily on that. Um, what, what, what are you guys going to eat at lunch today? Not kale. <laughs> Let's eat biscuits. Uh, pick out the weevils. Um, some dried meat. Oh, come on. The weevils give it extra flavor. <laughs> that horse is looking remarkably well fed. Just some this morning. <laughs> <laughs> how many death points does it have? Too many. <laughs> Multiply it by 10. That's how many pounds of meat it has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 250. So you guys get a, a quick uh, luncheon and then keep going. Uh-huh. And um, towards the... Uh, End of the day, uh, Daro guy says, Well, you're almost there, my friend. Um, this is unfortunately where I must leave you. I have duties to perform tomorrow, and uh, will take me most of the evening to get back. But if you continue on in less than an hour, uh, directly in front of us, um, you see that hill there in the distance, and you can just kind of see a, a kind of a conical shaped hill, you know, framed between the oak branches. He says, That is where the Druid Circle is. Keep your eye on that hill and you can't miss it. So I look behind me. Can I still identify this elven trail or does it just look weird? Um, you know, now that you've been on it, you know, for in time, you know, a couple of days now in Elfland, you, your eye can kind of pick out where, you know, there, there's no trail on the ground, but it's just kind of obvious that there's an easy path through the foliage. So we can get back. You, you would have said, and, and basically you just go southwest and you'll end up back at uh, camp there. Uh, so Dargai bows and says, best of luck to you. Uh, look forward to seeing you back in camp, uh, or back in, in the uh, settlement tomorrow. Uh, don't forget, the uh, Court of Seasons should be here in a couple of days. And with that, he just you know sweeps away off into the uh, woods, and, and he goes off at a pretty good clip, so clearly he needs to get back to uh, the settlement. And there you are. Well, kind of shrug and look up at a hill and soldiering forth. Did you want to lay? So abandoned again. Let's keep our eyes open. We don't want a surprise from our flying friend. Yeah. Not that that wasn't fun for everybody. I I don't know. I'm pretty sure the elves would know of a a black dragon in their realm. You would think. But this black dragon could escape death and knew how to track her. Mm -hmm. Almost as if it had been teleported to us. That's an interesting thought process. Okay, you're gonna keep going, and uh, everyone give me a survival roll with advantage. Ooh. Ooh, not one. Oh, wait, no, it's an advantage. Well, 24. 18. Not 24. 15. 21. Girdle? Eight. <laughs> so, um, Girdle keeps guy. wanting you guys to turn to the left, but the, the, the mass of you, uh, Kind of between no, it's right there. you know the, the various you know we go like this and point and say there's a mountain oh <laughs> yeah. it, well there We're are there are times path. where the foliage is t- dense enough that it does obscure it but the rest of you are able to kind of keep your direction sense well enough that sure enough you come out to the next clearing and there it is in front of you and and uh, so you you guys uh, are able to track there and and on towards evening you probably still have a couple hours of uh, <coughs> useful light left on towards evening you. Uh, Find yourself at the top of the hill. And it is pretty much as the elves advertised it. 
Um, it's an open grassy top of the hill, and, and indeed there is a circle of stones with larger stones apparently at the cardinal points, and in the middle of it seems to be a burial cairn or something. It's a cairn of rocks. So how wide is the circle? Like, is it tower a tower type circumference of circles? It's um, probably about what a hundred feet wide or so. It's it's uh, it's a pretty substantial circle of rocks. Is there anything written on the large rocks? Oh, why don't you you can make an investigation check and see if you can find anything. Service says no. Oh, not bad. Uh, investigations. 16. 16? You know, you find some scratches and stuff, and, and initially you're like, aha, and then the more you look at it, the more you realize that they are just that, just scratches. Right, so it's, it's not uh, not anything that you can, uh, can really nail down as uh, <coughs> glyphs or letters or anything. Arlen, do you have like a way to... I don't know how to describe this. Is there a way that you can like sense anything nearby? Like, is there a way you can like put your hands on the ground and I don't know, figure out if something might be under the ground without us searching for it? Um, I can look like, for anything with like magical kind of. There's. Well, I want to go investigate this cairn. Mm -hmm. We might find the the bones of what's his face. Who? What's his face? Please. So, I'm going to go uh, investigate the cairn. Gently okay. moving rocks, seeing what I can see. Okay. Um, so, you're just going to pick some rocks back yeah. and forth? And, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, initially, it, it just seems to be a pile of rocks. Um, you're not finding, like I said, any bones or anything. Of course, if, if someone was buried under this cairn, it would be, you know, under six feet of rocks. So it would be quite a... Quite a uh, a, a bit of digging. Well, you never know. You can always smell anything, like a sulfural scent, decay. Oh, give me a, give me a, a, a perception roll. Oh, give me a what? Perception roll. Uh -huh. Seven. Okay, um, well, not really, no, I mean, it just smells like the earthy, you know, moldy, uh, mossy earth there. Um, you gonna keep, uh, shifting a couple more? Yeah, rocks? I'll keep shifting. Okay. Nothing else to do. I want to, you know, uh, uh, I don't know if it's investigation or perception, just kind of look at the ground around him, like, is there anything like it's dipping down or, like, recessed, sort of, like, it was flat at one point that just dropped for some exploration? Um, no, but, you know, you hear the click, 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 click of, uh, of no one moving the rocks, and then all of a sudden you just hear, crumble, 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 and could you give me an acrobatics check, no one? No, I get plus seven on that. Disadvantage for being a seafood. Uh, 13. Okay, and no one throws themselves backwards, and right in front of the whole Karen just collapses into the ground in front of them, and there's just a gaping hole there. I guess um, we must delve. I'm going to cast light and on like a rock and throw it down the hole. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and drum, drum, drum. No! <laughs> I look, first I look at Noah and say, Great desecration is punishable by death. And look at, it is. And then look at Arlen and say, Well, at least they know we're coming. Yeah. 
I don't see a corpse. There's no grave here. It's a cover-up. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um, so What's your last name? Arlen? I don't have one. Ooh, I don't have one. <laughs> Arlen, um, you throw it in there and you just hear it go thud. A kind of a moist thudding sound as if it landed in, in some soft substance. And you notice the, the light is kind of going almost up towards you and not out to the sides as if it landed in something that's uh, keeping it, you know, in, in, embedded did we, itself. Did we see it, like, as it went down the light, <clears throat> did it have anything to the sides as it went down? Oh, the yeah, yeah. It, it illuminated some sort of a large underground chamber before it landed there. Gross. So it's getting dark. Do we go down now and camp under there, or do we camp here and stare at this hole? I think we go down and see what's I think we should go down. Here. It's going to be dark under there, whether it's um, light outside or not. And to unbuckle my shield and put it on my hand and pull out this long sword and activate it, and then start going down. Okay, how are you going to go down? Yeah. Is it straight down? It's straight down. Oh. There, there, it, it, Tie off a rope to one of the big it, stones. It really only goes down about 10 feet, but it, yeah. it's, there's, there's yeah. nothing there. So painful. Um, it, although, know. interestingly enough, by the light of your sword and by the light of the light stone, um, it seems that the stone landed in just a pile of shredded, rotted wood fragments. I thought you said lettuce. <laughs> I know we do. I'm gonna tie up the, the rope to the one of the big stones okay. and throw the other one down the hole. Wait a second, make sure nothing eats the rope, and okay. then start lowering myself down. The sword has to go extinguished for a second, but once soon as I land, pull the sword back out and light it back up. Okay. So you um, shimmy down the rope. You want to last check? You know, and uh, actually, yeah, why don't you give me uh, acrobatics on this one? Acrobatics? He's a rope? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Angel Will Robinson. Come on, natural one. Close. 15. Okay, yeah, that's not close. I just, <laughs> I just jumped down. So I you figured you would. Yeah. Slide down, and then all of a sudden, boom, um, no one lands next to you, and you ignite your sword. And, 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 your and place no one, do, you, do you pick up the, uh, the light rock or anything? I can, I don't need it. Yeah. Well, but you find that you have descended into a large circular room about 100 feet across. Most bizarre for an underground chamber, windows closed by wooden shutters regularly dot the walls. Many of these have failed and soil spills through them to pile below the gap. Below the hole that you have excavated lie the remains of a long ago rotted wooden staircase. It now lies as a pile of decayed planks and splinters. At first glance, the chamber seems to be set up as a schoolroom. Tables and chairs, some of them having succumbed to time, are arranged in rows in what could have been lecture areas. Faded, water-stained, and moth-eaten rugs lie in other areas that were perhaps set up for more active pursuits. On the eastern and western ends of the room, living areas separated by tattered <coughs> fabric hangings indicate where students live. It would all be quite pleasant to behold if it wasn't for the corpses leering at you. Oh, oh. As in, like, standing up zombies. there, I guess, or, like, lying on the floor dead. Everywhere you look, beds seem to have been broken up and lashed into X-frames. Bodies have been lashed spread-eagled to these frames. Now they stand at horrific attention in tattered bits of robes and decaying scraps of armor, the empty sockets of their skulls staring out at you. What if, kind of skull is this? Like, human? Blind? Um, they, they appear to be human. It's kind of tough to tell, but it uh, looks like human. Uh, if that wasn't bad enough, the room is itself has begun to set you on edge. 
The tops of the numerous columns that hold up the ceiling are sprinkled with the carved forms of cherubs and woodland animals. Something seems <coughs> wrong, though. You can't put your finger on it. It may just be the play of the shadows from your lights, but it's almost as if the cast of their features is the tortured corpses. somehow menacing. No, Squirrels and birds that seem to be perching now look as if they're ready to spring upon you. Pleasant, cherubic faces now seem to leer at you from their dark, carved eyes. The more you gaze upon them, the more you feel the hairs on the back of your neck rise, and you constantly feel the need to check the shadowy areas behind you. How many skeletons are in here? There seem to be maybe as many as 50. How do we don't um, get down there? Yeah, let's like not the corpses just suddenly dashed to yeah, them. And, and like I said, the, the, it, this is basically a 100-foot circular room. Mm -hmm. uh, right next to you, though, is a set of circular stairs going down, so apparently the center of the... Uh, of uh, the area has kind of a circular staircase. You, you it had a wooden so one go further down. Yeah, it had a wooden one. It's like the surface of the tower. Brought it away. Who's down here with me besides me? I, 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 I jumped down too. I say, yeah. Yeah. guys, jumping. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. I'm like, guys, there's creepy faces, a bunch of like tortured skeletons, and rot down here. But Maybe we should camp up top. I think so. Wow, a good idea from Noah. Well, you know, it's. It's, it's still a couple protected. hours before dark, so I mean, you could explore for a couple hours. Um, I want to, this sounds so wrong, but I want to start casting light on the I mean, just like, not every skull, but like every two or three, just to it, try to completely illuminate this room. Can you only light? I mean, you can only light one thing. It's insane, though. It's, no, you, it's, a, it's a cantrip. You can cast yeah. it as often as you want. You, you, can, you have to do it to one object at a time. Okay, well, we've um, got three of the party members downstairs and two upstairs, so are, are the other two going to come yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow, this is creepy. Oh, where are you going to tie up your horse? I hope it doesn't get eaten while we're gone. Just, just drag it down with you. Of course, it's not so bad. You can pick it up there. It's intelligent. Like you just say, tell it to like stay in the area. Well, yeah, because you're you're it, bonded it, to it, right? Yeah, and it has like an intelligence. Sit. <laughs> and it's like when you summon the seed, it its intelligence becomes six if it's below six. So it's. Relatively intelligent. Okay. Lisa's intelligence is no one. Um, I should have slit your throat longer. <laughs> right Alright, so the horse is standing guard. Are yeah. You guys coming down? Just, yeah, we are done. Something's going. Yay! Um, I just want to walk a quick circuit of the room. Like I'm just I'm using the skulls as well. Just just to light through completely, make sure there's nothing actually hiding. In there per se. Well, it is obviously disturbing. I mean, yes. just all of these. Is there ancient any, dead bodies glaring on the walls, not kind of the cherubs and all that, but is there anything on the walls, any writing or anything, now that this thing's lit up? Um, once again, it, it seems like this was a classroom. Uh, there, there are, in fact, um, what appear to be sort of arcane formulae and, and other like posters that you would see in a... Uh, in a um, do I recognize any of them? I want to. You don't, but you do recognize that they're, in fact, magical schooling things. Uh, I want to... Cast, use my divine sense so within 60 feet that I can see I know the location of any celestial fiends and undead and which of the three they are Okay. so I'm going to do that and see if any of these are undead nothing uh, trips as undead in this room Okay. Uh, however <coughs> one thing does become uh, does stand out 
whereas all of the um, various corpses are just dressed in tattered rags that have decayed over the centuries, um, one of them is wearing what appears to be a beautiful sapphire gown that hasn't changed. Mm. Did you hear that sapphire? I don't know if that was all diamonds. Okay, I don't know if that would be. Uh, it seems sort of, sort of foolish, but do we wanted to take magic on that dress. The I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, actually, we can call up Galchabar and he can identify it. Do you, you want to remove the, uh, the uh, dress before? Yeah. No, you should not do that. Oh, come on. There's nothing undead here. Go for it, Nod. Go for it. Can you do it? Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, it's going to be kind of tough to put a whole corpse in the middle of a detective magic circle. So, yeah, no, no, like, we're pretty sure. We can do, just, want, do you want to call... No. I can call up Galjavar and just have my so yeah. And ask what he knows about Alola's Tower, too. Oh, yeah, we, we have that. one. Go ahead and do that. I'm, I'm just standing at the staircase with my sword out, trying to see down the staircase. That Are we all of the opinion that the tower did, like, that? Yes. Or just got buried. Or, or, it went up, or it went up, and it went down. Like a mound was formed over it. Mm. Oh. Yeah, they built up, but they also dug out below and made the tower go down as well. It has windows. It has and windows that would use to be yeah, okay, so exactly. I think, like, I think it, it got kind of buried, but also sort of sunk. Yeah. It's a thousand years old. If, yeah. if this is a tower that's been sunk in the ground, you guys can't even imagine the amount of wizardry power it would take to do such a thing. It's mind-boggling. Call yeah, it's mind-boggling to think how much wizardry yeah. power it would take to do tower and the dress while yeah. we have. Call it Galchabar. Uh, okay, so you uh, fill your basin and you uh, Check uh, your call Galchabar's name. And in a moment, uh, Galchabar's friendly face appears. Um, however, he is in some sort of a hall surrounded by dwarves. Hi. And he and the dwarves are all uproariously laughing. And you can see platters of food and mugs of drink on the tables. And there you can... See people singing in the background. Yo, you guys, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's some got got twerk, twerk, twerk. And uh, he's, uh, he, he apparently is at some sort of dwarvish festival, um, or you know, at least a, a big dinner party. Um, and seems to be um, ignorant of your peering in at him. That does not help us at all. Yell what sort of name. pet wizard do you have? Yell his name. Yeah, I'm just going to call his name out. In, in the past, he's kind of, you know, become uh, aware of you looking at it. He's pulled his bowl out to describe you. I'm sure he's imbibed and is less cognizant. Yeah. Okay. So, we've done Doctor? I can't. Oh, you can't. No, I'll get the dress. We'll figure it out later. I go take the dress off the corpse. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm still watching the tunnel. The bowl yeah. is like one way, but if you have two bowls, no. not one way. Okay. Something really interesting happens. Please turn into a girl. Um, <laughs> you, there's like a brooch in the front that, uh, that you know, and as you're you know, peeling this dress off the corpse, um, you touch the brooch, and it instantly changes from a... Um, Beautiful sapphire dress to just a pair of or a set of done wizard's robes. Mm. I touched the brooch again. 
It turned back into Jorah. Ah. So a brooch of fancy dresses. (laughs) How should we approach this? Uh. (laughs) No one should wear it yet. So it must be the brooch. Can I take the brooch off? No, it appears to be a part and parcel of the whole thing. All right. What's easier to take off, a fancy dress or the robes from a corpse? Robes. Probably robes. I turn it into robes and then it's take the them off. Okay. okay. And you are holding a uh, set of rather nondescript looking robes. You know, I pass them over to Farmer Boy and say, put this on. It's better than those rags you're wearing. I don't want to wear a dress. You should know what it is turn it into first. robes, though. Yeah. yeah. They, are robes. they are robes. And maybe it would turn into something else in a dress our, if you were wearing it. Arlen, you should try it. Try your detect magic spell. It I don't be... have detect magic. It's magic. It turns from a dress. It's clearly it's... magical, though. No, the reason why I detect magic is to give you an idea. Like, it'll tell you what what enchantments upon it. Not one exactly what it is, but, but like, the school of magic I think spell. it seems pretty obvious. No, it could be a cursed item. Like, it could be something from the evocation. Like, oh, it'll, it's a robe of fireballs. Could be from abjuration. It could be a robe or whatever. It could be absolutely nothing besides something that goes from robes to dress. Robe of vanity. Robe of yeah. nothing. Dress. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the very least, put it in the back. Yeah. At the very least, put it on. Nobody yeah, gonna, wear the dress. Please. I'm going to wear the robe portion of the dress. Dude. Actually, do it. Do it. It's just robes. It's yeah. just robes. Oh. You know, there's another no. way we can do this too. Just put them in your hands. Sit down. We can wait. Half an hour, how long it takes for you to do it? It's almost dark. True. So you are you gonna put the robes on? How do I get out and go? Camp out of this room. You put the robes on. You you got robes and and and, uh, it's got kind of a little brooch right around the neck. What are you gonna do? Just touch it. No, no one walks up. I walk up and I touch it. (laughs) Every time he's not looking. Give me a slide so, so hand. The, the, the robes change again. What, what would you? What would? What would uh, Arlen hope they would change oh. into? Oh, I don't Overall. know. Overalls. <laughs> <laughs> but that is prettiest <laughs> overalls. Rhinestone <laughs> <laughs> Arlen, uh, if you could wear something to show that you were were a powerful, uh, you, use your imagination. You are a magic user of well renowned. How would you wings. want your? Dress to, or not dress as in dress. <laughs> How would you want your apparel to appear? Um, like in your head, no, in your mind, picture it and then touch the brooch. Uh, <laughs> I know what I'd have them wear. <laughs> dress, sapphire dress. <laughs> Try Cinderella. Um, Don't tell us. Just push you the button. Know the village people. <laughs> <laughs> What's his helmet? Come on, uh, we're wasting time. I know. You already have it on. Just picture it. Picture Pick black anything. Or, picture black or something. Just push the button. See what happens. Yeah. Picture anything. Ninja outfit. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. No. Okay. You don't yeah. So, so um, no one comes up and pokes the the uh, the, uh, the thing, and the, and the first thing that comes to mind um, it, to you instantly it turns into uh, Galchabar's robes with all the little mm-hmm. moons and comets and suns and all. Dude, that you've stuff. got a brooch of clothes. That's pretty neat. <laughs> That's awesome. But you know what? I would totally mage hand that into rags when you're talking to someone you like. Mage No. I do. And uh, and uh, Arla, <laughs> your your armor class goes up by one. Oh, yeah. sick! Oh. Can you I turn can. it like actual? You've armor? got like a symbiote. <laughs> oh wait, hold up. Can I turn it into like? Can I make it look like actual armor? Try. Give it a try. Okay, I touch it twice. What what kind of armor do you want it to look like? Um, elven armor. 
Yeah, like a uh, full, like, elven-crafted-looking plate armor kind of thing. Okay, it turns back into Gauntsworth's robes. Sick. <laughs> you want to try again? No. Okay. Have a turn into, like, nice might, leather armor. So yeah, it's like a it one might time be, thing uh, yeah, or a one time a day or something like, like that. Like, what you want it to be. Maybe once it, a day. You can't, like, decide, but it's what you want it It's like the sorting hat, man. While they're yeah. discussing this, I'm going to start slowly going down the stairs. I want to see if there's any other cool we stuff in here. Camp. He said that was it. Do you, do you want to do you want to look about? No? Yeah. Yes, I would like to. Okay. Can I? Um, um, so, Andrew, you take a, a quick poke about, and uh, it looks like the place has been looted. It looks yeah. like people went through all the stuff. However, after a few minutes of looking, you find like a uh, coin underneath, you know, like a chair leg. And things like that, as if you know things got spilled when they uh-huh. were. So, do, do the rest of you guys want to take a look about? Yeah. What yeah. year does the coin look like? Yeah. Investi- what is the investigation coin or perception? It's a, a gorgeous antique from the old kingdom. Oh, investigation or perception? Um, Write that down because we might be able to sell that coin for more money later if yeah. we need to. It, it would be an uh, investigation I, check. Can I pick that up and yeah. keep it? Okay. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, twelve. And the rest of you? Nineteen. That's a one. Come on now. Well, investigation. <laughs> Uh, 10. 16. Okay. So you guys, um, you know, after Adrian, you find a coin, you guys start looking through uh, things. And it does seem like whoever looted this place did so in, in a hurry and didn't do a very thorough job. And you, uh, by the time you're done, you know, looking under things and back and forth and so forth, you find 43 copper pieces. Want to write this down? I'm on it. Okay. Like the donkey of the column. Hope it gets more ancient, beautiful coins. 43 cop. 53 silver pieces. 53 silver. 26 electrum pieces. 26 electrum. 29 gold pieces. 29 gold. 13 platinum pieces. 13 platinum. Wow. A ruby. A ruby that you would expect to be worth about 150 gold pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you find three other items. You find a globe of some sort, about size of you know, two-inch marble. Okay. A wand of some sort, and a potion of some sort. At least you assume it's a potion. And what's this coin? The ancient coin made of? Um, the one she found was was actually made of silver. Okay. Oh, but it's, it's one one of the fifty three that you guys found. Was it like embellished with the king or whatever? And that was the only antique one of. No, no, no they're all antique. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, these are cool. All so, I wonder how much like an ancient platinum piece would be. Worth um, looking at the potion, can I sort of figure out what it is? And like taste it. Yeah. yeah, you could drink it. You should just chug it. See what happens. <laughs> We've got two. Chug them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that won't be horrible. Maybe not. not. Maybe not. There it's possible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more involved. It's going to be horrible. It looks <laughs> really nice. Like, yeah, you might. First something awful might happen. Like, potions. you might pass out and start you, choking. You people. explode for two points of damage <laughs> to everyone else. You, yeah, you can't you figure explode. out you what it is right away. What's it look um, like? But it basically, um, it's just a red liquid and it glimmers a little bit when it's agitated. Huh. Can I look at the wand and see like what the embellishments are? Kind of. Think about what it might be. Like an arcana chick, kind of clue it together and figure it out. Yeah. Well, you you um 
you know, don't have much experience in this, so nothing comes to mind. Okay. Um, but uh, you, you notice that uh, when uh, you pick up it up, it has a, a uh, like sheaf of ancient parchment underneath it, and it's crumbling in bits, but you can see that it has um, a couple of little runes on it. Can I identify them? Um, nothing you've seen. Okay. But uh, what about the globe? Maybe, maybe, oh, can uh, I write down the glyphs on a normal sheet of paper yes. so I can not have to disintegrate things? Mm -hmm. Definitely. What about the marble guys... globe? The sphere of destruction. Yeah, it's a sphere of annihilation. You're all dead. I know. Um, Plus one versus marbles. Yes. <laughs> It's a, it's a great masher. It's, it's an Aggie of, of uh, Marvel. They're magic snowflakes. Yeah. You eat one and die. <laughs> so it's just a black favorite. globe. It's just a black so globe. It's, it looks like it's made of thick glass. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, as you pick it up, it begins to levitate off of your palm. Whoa! <clears throat> the player knows what this is, the character does not. I don't know and what it is. It, it is. begins to glow, and pretty soon it glows as if um, you have oh. a light spell on it. I think the player knows what this is. Uh, I know what it is. <laughs> hey, do we actually know what this is? I... Can we do an arcana check? Uh, we would have to have the identify spell to yeah. exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah. This is what I think it is, we wouldn't know what it is. We wouldn't know what it is. We do need the identify spell. I don't know. Even... Chibiche boy would have a hard time figuring it out. You're a Galchabar poser now. You want to try to get Galchabar's attention one more time? <laughs> Galchabar, look, we managed. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this, well, I'm going to keep the sword lit, but is, is the globe following me? It is actually following you around. Like, pet, I, I shall name it Bite. The glowing orb. Bite the glowing orb. I just ball, dated ball. myself because nobody gets that joke. No. Sphere. Do you get it? Uh, you'll have to give it to me again. I'm naming the little orb Bite. No, that'll be it. Tron, it's a Tron reference. Really? Yes. When he was in the battle tank. Oh, really? Yes. No, it was uh, called Bite. Okay. Oh, that's right. B-Y-T-E. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking B-I-T-E. Yes. You'll tell me in a bit, right? Or Bite. So, well, if he's following me and lining it up, I'm going down the stairs. So, um, you know, you got to imagine that Bar is in a feast or something that we're not going to get them till tomorrow not, well maybe till the evening hours you know so they're dwarves three four yeah. hours he might retire they're dwarves uh, oh, can, I get a, can I do a perception or an investigation check on the stairs to see if I can even think they might be trapped yeah sure give me a give me perception <coughs> I can tell if they're trapped oh no, I don't see nothing five <coughs> looks good to me after you Alistair they're, they're well made stairs at least <laughs> uh, carving out of rock yep those right. are stairs I'm going to start heading down carefully and slowly Okay, so you slowly descend to the second level, mm -hmm. and um, Grenville, you notice as you descend that your feelings of unease increase. Now you no longer feel as if the carving creatures in the stonework are menacing you. As your lights reveal the figures above the lintels and hanging off the columns, they are snarling at you. If they were not stone, you would expect them to spring upon you at any minute. Dude, are you going to have oh, another no. fit? I'm gonna reach over and just tap one with my sword. It's it stone. Doesn't move around. Okay. 
I'm gonna use another. Do we observe him panicking, looking no, at does, the scene? Does, no. does Grimbo look like he's having a panic Wait, attack? Are there, no, like, no. Are there like the corpses all over this level too? Well, we haven't got there yet. Oh, we haven't. No. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so you basically come down another ten feet on the circular stair into a round circular landing that's about um, thirty feet across. And well, should be well lit for my sword in the yes. Mm-hmm. And, and on the, the northern road. side, <clears throat> there is a uh, gateway leading out into what appears to be a circular hallway about 10 feet wide that uh, encircles this circular room. Mm. And looking out of it, you can see um, to the right, it basically just circles around into the darkness as it you know it curves away from you. On the left, you can see about every 20 or so feet. Um, going off into the darkness to the left is a doorway on the outer wall. So it's, there's down and, and an outer wall? No, no, this just la- ends at, uh, at a this, door. This, this landing. Okay, it's there... just a circular hallway that goes around. You, you would assume it encircles the entire there, circular room. Right. Are there like torch sconces on the wall? Or is there anything on the wall? There are torch sconces. Um, uh, I'm going to take my time real quick and very slowly light all those up. Well, with... unfortunately, whatever was in them, you know... Eons right. Is the ha- are even the handle still there? The, the you know just you know just the brackets that would hold the torches are there. Yeah. I'll light the brackets up with a little cantrip I have to just just okay. as yeah. well lit as possible. Sounds good. Yeah. So um, and pers- I don't know. Percent- really, you you could light up the one right outside of the uh, yeah. Just room. just I'm just trying to get as much light in this room as possible, and then mm-hmm. I want to search the room just to make sure there's nothing in here surprising. Okay. Uh, give me investigation. Anyone else want to join me in this? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, Eleven. 14. Oh, no, I'm not even done. 10. 16. <laughs> the, the room appears to be just that, a circular landing at the, the base of the stairs and, you know, surrounded by a hallway. I, I give Alistair a light tap on his shoulder and point at the door and start heading over to it. Okay. And looking to your left as you go around, there are four doors that you can see as, you know, as a, the thing curves out of sight. Um, and you're going to go to the first one immediately to your left? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look. What's to the right? To the right, it just is a blank hallway that just curves around, and um, it, you can just catch the, uh, in the as the curvature cuts off your sight, the the last door that you can see from the left side. So it, it does indeed appear just to be a circular hallway that surrounds the, the circular landing room. Weird. Mm. Um, is the door shut? I assume. It is indeed shut. Oh, I can't help it. I'm gonna knock on it. <laughs> just th- with the head, with the hill, just thud thud. Yeah. You never know. We ruined surprised. Okay. If there's anything down here, it's dead, or undead. Any and aware or rat. Any sounds or anything? Listening or yeah. purple worm. Um. Or so the side of the hollow. That's kind of how it looks there. The side of the hollow thudding yes. noise that you make. It's a circular landing with a circular ring around it, pretty much, and we can see the doors. Uh, just the side of the circular, or the hollow thudding sound you make, there's, that's about it. I guess we should go in. Mm-hmm. Who has Mage Hand? I do. You should open the door. I'll open the door with Mage Hand. Okay. I'm going to set up behind my shield facing the door. Okay, and you're going to Mage Hand it open? Yep. Um, it seems to have become stuck over time with the moisture down here. The wood is swollen and uh, the, the mage hand <laughs> isn't enough to, to push it open. Which side do you hit the door to open it, by the way? It depends on where the hinges are. 
We have Mark. Can we see the The hinges are not on this side. Cool. It's just a push door. Okay. Well, give it. It's going to be a mimic. Um, so if I hit it really hard. Go for it, Elsa. Uh, um, okay. You know what? Smite that sucker. No. Oh. Or just maybe no. open it and shoulder it and see, because a mage hand's weak. Go for it. Yeah, you can only do like 20 pounds, so I'm going to try to force it open. 10 pounds. Okay. So it, 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 once you put your shoulder to it and give it a good shove, it, it uh, opens right up. Yeah. And that wasn't the door. <laughs> and look, it's a Draco Witch. <laughs> yeah, shut it. And right. Sorry. The door. <laughs> the oh, door. I got this. I will get top of that rope, raise that rope up, you'll all be fine. I can teleport. I'm fine. Okay, so it is, you know, a uh, fills up the another circular part of the tower. So it's it's kind of pie shaped or truncated pie shaped. It's uh-huh. about forty feet on your side and probably what about sixty feet around on the other <coughs> side and, and about uh, twenty or twenty five feet um, in depth. And uh, this room apparently was once a comfortable parlor. At one point, it sported several couches and comfortable chairs, bookshelves, writing desks, lamps, and end tables. All the contents lie splintered and wrecked, though, their broken remains thrown up against the walls. Sections of the walls are alternately cracked, crazed, and scorched. The room's window lies in ruins, the glass shattered, and the curtains and shutters just burnt cinders. Soil spills into a pile on the floor past the shattered shutters. That's not good. Are there any bodies in here? Nope. No. I look around. Just the, the, the wrecked furniture. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look through the wreckage. Okay. This Among the wreck and the ruin, no one, you find a few items. You find a curiously fashioned key of some unknown metal. You find a golden jeweled letter opener worth about two hundred fifty gold pieces. Wow. Oh, key. Unusual. And metal. when and you find that one of the. Um, Drawers is uh, still intact, although swollen with moisture. Mm-hmm. And when you force it open, there's actually a book in there. It's uh, clad in scarlet, brilliant uh, scarlet leather, um, and it's emblazoned with a golden title: "The Necromantic Restoration of Life." Ugh. Oh, well. So evil book. Okay. Um, you should read in it. In fact, actually, even touching it, no one. Makes you feel uncomfortable. Oh, uh, how much is the, the letter opener? Two fifty. Thank you. You should. Open well, um, I'm not gonna open it. It's your king. Not it. No, I, I pass it to you. And say, look, spell book. I walk up. What? I said it's a spell book. I read it. it to our sorcerer. Read it. No, no. Read the title. It says the necromantic restoration of life. Interesting. Creepy. And even even being close to it makes you feel vaguely uneasy. And sorcerers, did they learn spells? No, wizards do. Um, it's more like they just like learn spells. Pop up. Yeah. <laughs> they you like reading even like a spell book in necromancy that you could. Allison, watch me, and then I open the book. Just the first page. Give me a constitution check. This is why I didn't do this. (laughs) Check or save? Well, it would be a a save. That would be an eight. Oh my gosh. Um, A great constitution. Save, yeah. The the arcane, um, you know, 
letters and stuff mean nothing to you, but it just even just perusing the first page seems horrific. I slam the book. Yeah. Wrap it up in some. That blood. wasn't newspaper. The best is anyone yeah. else noticing that Guerinville here is having her? Um, reach into my pack where I have like extra like regular clothes and I wrap the book up in the in one like a large tunic <sighs> and. So no one has to actually touch the book directly and give it back and say, backpack. <laughs> I have so much stuff in my backpack. Okay, I'll put it in my backpack. It's almost like he's not himself. <sighs> you, you feel that uh, if you guys were able to get it to one of the bigger cities, someone might give you a tidy sum of money for such a book. And we shall. <laughs> All right, so give uh, it to that one guy is there another staircase going down? City. Not in this room. There's just uh, this little room over here. Mm -hmm. uh, there is one door. That we haven't on opened? on the uh, right side of the room. Let's go Let's, check it hey, out. Hey, we have a cool key. Yeah. Let's try to open the door. Mm -hmm. The uh, the door is in fact locked. Let's try to use our fancy key. All right. Who's slide doing it? Slide the key into the door. Lock. It's not even remotely the right shape. Okay. So whatever that key goes to, it goes to something else entirely. Uh, do the hinges go inward or outward? Uh, these ones also go inward. So do we want to break the door down? Or at least do we want to... Let me phrase the question. Do we want to attempt to break the door down? Why sure. not? Don't you have like some monk thing where you like poke and explodes? That's later. If I did, I wouldn't be sharing it here. I might save that for someone later on. <laughs> Poking. That shot of the light baggie. Does, like, does anybody have like sleight of hands or anything like that? Can they try to like, or anything that can make them like try to at least pop the lock? Um, I have... I mean, I can do it, but I don't have tools. I can. Like, I don't have the tools either. I have. I have the bonus to sleight of hand, but I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I can try, but I, I couldn't. Just open give it. A, the give it a whirl. I can. I can't. You need tools to yeah, open the lock. Yeah, you need tools, lock. and we don't have the tools. So. Oh, no. Alistair, do you want to try to break this down? Okay. Um, uh, give me which a, side uh, do I hit? Do I hit the lock or do I hit? You the hit the lock. So. Okay, I hit the lock with my. I hand. will give you the help action, so roll with initiative, I guess. Give me a strength roll. With advantage, because I'm helping you. Fifteen. Okay, so um, both uh, Alistair and Ingernville um, just slam on the the, uh, the you know door lock side of it and wood splinters from it, but it doesn't open. Again. Want to get to light it on fire? I'd rather not fly. I would rather <laughs> not light a fire in an enclosed area yeah. where the smoke has nowhere to go. Come on, what could the worst thing that could possibly happen? We just suffocate. Uh, we burn the door down and then at the end Try again, Alistair. You open the door and out comes the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish A natural Inquisition. 20. Okay, this time you just land your hammer right on the lock itself and the, uh, the ancient iron, you know, rusted over the eons just shatters and, and the door slowly swings open. <laughs> and on the other <laughs> side is... An owlbear. A wandering Asmodeus. Uh... That's mine. I'm not right, even a stationary. Open the doors. Yeah. Now this part seems to occupy one quarter of the whole side of the tower. Uh, once again, another you know, circular room or truncated pie-shaped room, but it's pretty substantial. It's like 40 feet on the inside radius and you know, 60, 70 on the outside radius and once again 25 feet across with a, another door at the far end. And you're initially stunned on the opening of this door of this room. It is the first room that you have seen that isn't ruined. 
It appears to be a large and well-appointed bedroom for a wizard. On one side, there's an opulent canopied bed, still made perfectly, next to a wardrobe and a nightstand. The middle of the room is lined with bookshelves flanking an ornate writing desk. The rest of the room is taken up by a small alchemical lab. All seems to be in perfect order. If the bookshelves weren't empty, the alchemical reagents weren't all dried up and a thick layer of dust wasn't over everything. You can almost imagine someone living here today. Anything of note in here other than that? Uh, Let's search. Anything on the bed, under the bed, around the bed? Could I check to see if anything's magical? Everybody roll for me perception. Initiative, you say? Oh, Jesus, I nat one. I didn't see anything. 14, 17, 21. 10. You are looking at your shoes. Yeah. Can I check to see if anything's magical in here? Like, get a general feel? Hmm. So, I, because I'm a team player, I go over to the bed and I just start, like, wiggling the bedposts and they start going, Well, it's not quite like that, but when he does that, it calls your attention to the bedpost, and you notice that they're oddly shaped, and they almost seem as if they're moving just ever so slowly. Moving. Kind of gyrating a little bit, and and as you look at the bedposts, you know, they kind of have wider and narrower parts, and it's almost like some sort of weird artistic impression of a human form. Oh, I wonder if these are animated constructs. I say, Maybe. you know, you're you're the sorcerer. You yeah, should you go should investigate them. Something them. like that. You should see what they are. Um, yeah. Um, go touch one. I'll mage hand okay. one. Okay. Or do what? You just wiggle it. What? What do you? Yeah, do? like wiggle the. It. It doesn't seem to you know, make any difference. They just, you know, like, almost imperceptibly move. Could I check to see if it's magical? Give me a uh, arcana roll. Ooh, nine. Nine? <laughs> nope. Um, but, I mean, it does away. give you just sort of a creepy sort of feeling. God. What's with these creepy beds? Probably gives you nightmares. Charlotte, get on the bed. Okay. Don't lay in, just like stand I on stand it. I stand on the bed. Okay, you're Is standing it? on the bed, it's all covered in dust, you're all covered in dust. Can I jump on it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, little monkey. You Your brooch turns, turns your clothes into a onesie. <laughs> and, and you can have a pillow fight if you want. God! Because I think I might have missed it. What do the reliefs on the vibrating posts look like? Um, slowly gyrating posts, maybe? They, they look almost like sort of artistic human figures, like an abstract way. You know, like there, there's a there's a larger lump at the top that could be the head and another kind of, it gets wider where maybe shoulders and hips are and then kind of trails down in there. And, and, and you see them just kind of ever so slowly move, just almost imperceptibly. Like moving how? Like turning in a circle or just like looking at us and following us? What? Or like how a person might if they're trying to stay still. Or maybe, you know, it, it, it gives you the impression of someone writhing in agony if they just did it at a super slow motion rate. Wow, this was a Screw it. I'm going I'm to burn a spell slot and cat detect magic on these things. The whole bed is definitely highly magical. I can't quite get off of it. <laughs> you quite do? No, quite. Quickly. Or quickly. Quite. Give, give me an arcana roll. Uh, 
critical. Gee, I have no skill in that whatsoever. That's like a basic intelligence, and my intelligence is a flat 10. Yeah, this is going to go great. Eight. Just kidding, it's one less than mine. No, it's, um, yeah, it, it baffles you. Uh, but, yeah. it, it just, but once again, it just gives you this amazingly creepy He line. steps back. Bad, scary. Yes. Booga booga. <laughs> well, I can slash at it and see what happens. I'm open or anything. Does anybody besides Arlen have we, like what, skill? It's a magic bed. What are we going to do with it? it can might... it shrink? Can we carry it? Is there anything it? under the bed? Nope, just dust. And, and what, can anybody actually try to grab the bed? Like I said, everything seems yes. to have been removed from this room. Of any value, like the, the books are all gone from the bookshelves, the alchemical reagents are all dried up, and there's what? just a thick layer of dust all over. What <coughs> happens if you try to remove like the canopy or the blankets? Oh, you can pull them right off the bed. Okay, that's good. Question yeah, dust does wherever. Yeah. Did the detect magic tell me what type of magic lays upon this? It should. What school? Yeah, transmutation magic. Transmutation. Ah, oh, so this is like someone polymorphed into a bed. Ah! Well, I don't have any way of breaking that. Mm. I have dispel magic. Do you? Uh, can we see if there's Why other things in the room that are like Seriously? that? Yeah. Um, what if there are other things in the room that are like that? What if the is best there anything is else the like that in this room? Yeah. Um, give me perception roll. Oh lord. I think this is a polymorph person. Oh, that's not bad. Eighteen. Uh, Twenty-one. You guys look all over the room. There's nothing else. I mean, oh, the rest of okay. the room is just like somebody's bed. Dispel magic. I'm, I'm going to yeah, use a shot. third level. Slot and and dispel magic. Where did my pencil go? Here it is. Okay, dispel magic. You um, do your incantation to dispel magic, and you hear this thin, almost imperceptible yet horrible shriek, and the um, bed stops moving, and the posts just sort of return to what normal bed posts would look like. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. That's pretty creepy. Well, let's check out that door. Okay, this time I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I want to take yeah. ten minutes to actually lay out the components to do as a ritual and do to take magic on the bed one more time. It is no longer magical. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Is the door on the other side? Locked? It is locked, but the lock is on this side. So all you have to do is turn it. What about oh. the key? Oh, never mind. Duh. Please continue. Yeah. Let's op- try to open the door. Okay. And this is another very large room, and once again, occupies about another quarter of the whole, another quarter of the whole um, power side here. Um, so once again, about the same size, even bigger though. I mean, it's you know like 70, 80 feet around. Uh, there is a set of stairs going down in the corner, and um, we're about halfway through. And this room appears to function as both a stairwell and a library. Hmm. A staircase occupies 25 feet of the southwest wall, excuse me, southeast wall, and the rest of the room from side to side is lined floor to ceiling with bookshelves. The books are all gone now, and empty dusty shelves are all they greet you. Hmm. Well, there's nothing, so all in this room is a staircase going down further, and then and empty, empty shelves. And then that one door that leads back to that central... Well, let's um, keep going down, I guess. Uh, wait, there's still four two more, more doors? Three, three. Yeah. There's three, three more doors on that side. That... Yes, yeah, so, oh, oh, so oh, why don't we just go back out? Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I, 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 I missed that completely. Next door. Yeah. 
No pun intended. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's go back Do, out and explore the door number three. Okay, so you open, behind, the, door you open up the door to the uh, supply closet. Back on the line. To the central circular hallway and go to the next one in line next mm-hmm. to this one? Yep. Okay. Demogorgon reaches out and licks you. This is, this is a fairly small room, um, maybe only about 15 feet on the inside radius and 25 on the outside. Um, and this room um, appears to be maybe one of the teacher's rooms. Um, and there seems to be a couple that seems to have died here, same as the people above. Um, the bed is broken and its larger members lashed into an X-frame. This time, however, two victims are lashed back to back against it. Hmm. Other than that, it looks like someone's bedroom. Can we do a search in here for anything more on the smaller side? Um, yeah, yeah, give me, give me a quick investigation roll. Oh my god. Is this the first corpse we've seen on Six. this level? Yeah. Um, you, you guys are just finding junk. What? Are these the first corpses we found on this, on this level? level? Yes. Yeah, I got a two from my investigation. Oh, jeez. We're too freaked oh, out by the corpses. What? Uh, I got an 18. 18. Yeah. Okay, so thankfully, thankfully, um, <laughs> thankfully, Arlen is able to dig up some stuff, and, and you guys end up with uh, three copper pieces. Ooh. Excuse me, 11 copper pieces. Um, and... 16 silver pieces. Hold on a second, I gotta get the sheet out. Okay, so 11 copper pieces. Please continue. 16 silver pieces. Okay. 12 electrum pieces. Okay. 17 gold pieces. Okay. And 3 platinum pieces. Okay. If you should decide to remove it around the neck of the female corpse, there's a golden topaz necklace worth about 150 gold pieces. I'll take it. And on her finger, a gold ring worth about 250 gold pieces. Yep. So 150 and 200? Is it yeah. just a gold band? Um, yeah, it's just a gold ring, but it's fairly, fairly ornate. I'll take it. And interestingly enough, the male corpse seems to be wearing a dull bronze ring. It doesn't I, I'll slide Actually, that I'm more interested. Yeah, I'm more interested yeah. in the bronze. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look valuable. I mean, it's just a piece of bronze. Oh, but, well, but you know, seems to be in good shape after all these years. I'll slide that off his finger. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to do that? I, I mean, I'll, I'll take whatever. Okay. Well, so then do you? I'll who take what's it? on the lady. No, I mean, take if they're right next yeah. to each other, you can do it faster. Than I was just gonna walk okay. over and do it, but if you're right all there, right, grab whatever. It. I've got it written down. Stop being accommodating while I'm being accommodating. <laughs> so who's gonna who's gonna grab? I'll take the necklace and the. The the lady ring. Okay. Uh, guess I'll slide the dull bronze ring off the guy's finger. Okay. It explodes. Probably. <laughs> it's gonna happen sooner or later. And something's going to explode. At some point, we're all to sit down and figure out exactly what we all have. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we've got a lot of stuff that we're carrying around. Yeah. We need a bank. We have a horse. Yes. He can carry a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. Of course. All right, so next room. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, do we want to try to detect magic on the other side? We should just go to the next room. We All can right. detect magic yeah. right on mass if we need to. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, next room. Message Galchabar. Okay. Identify everything. <laughs> hey, you know what this is? Question mark. Take a picture. What's this no. marble floating around us? Oh, that's a baby beholder. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't you know that? 
You leave okay. Bide alone. So uh, this room is similar to the one you just um, left, except that it only has perhaps one uh, occupant. Um, and once again, uh, the bed has been lashed to an X-frame, and the occupant of the room is, uh, you know, a skeletal form hanging on that X-frame. The window on this one, though, has uh, failed, and, um, you know, the, there's quite a mound of soil against the outside wall. Uh, because of this moisture, everything in the room seems to be much more decayed than in the previous room. All right, anything of note? This will investigation yep. again. Hey, hey, not 20. Okay. Eight. Anyways, uh, you find um, less than you did in the other one, but three copper pieces. Okay. One silver piece. Ten electrum pieces. Okay. Four gold pieces. Okay. And two platinum pieces. They're in the money. And Adrian? Mm-hmm. In addition to that... You find a leather-bound journal that Ooh. seems to have been pinned behind the writing desk. It's been mostly ruined by the environment, but some of the parts are still readable. Can I read it? Without, can you? May I read it? <laughs> All right. Do you, wow. do you wish to read that to everybody? All of it? Do you write well, these, these, you these, these yes, are the I parts guess. that are still legible and not blurred by moisture and time. Um, Darkness. Or if you want to go for it. Drums Do you want me to just read the whole thing? Yes. Do it. All right. I want a bedtime story. So there's just little snatches that are still right. legible. Everyone, gather stories. around. The mage wars continue. So far, none of the adjutants has been foolish enough to menace Valis Kalei and raise the wrath of the elves. Still, it only seems a matter of time. It is rumored that whole cities in the Magna Valley lie in ruins. Master Lo will tell us that the Council of Elders, believing the elves have caused this catastrophe by releasing magic into the world, are doing all in their power to stop the violence. It may be too late. Another passage. A grim day today. For some time, the elves, unable to contain the spreading conflict, have been retreating back to fair. It is said that already Luco Silvestris and Molta are abandoned and vacant. Now Master Lowell has told us that he intends to retreat through the gateway to Fair when Valis Kalia is eva evacuated. It actually is fairy. fairy. Yeah. It is fairy. It's fairy. I'm sorry. It's a little smudged. Yes. <laughs> what will happen to our school? Last night I spoke with Naomi, I'm so sorry, Gorade and Bradana and discussed whether we felt if we could carry on. Would there be any point? If the latest rumors are true, the conflict has reached the royal city and perhaps the high seat will fall. Already stories abound about... Uh, of anarchy and starvation, it is said that much of the fertile land in the Magna Valley has been ruined. Perhaps we should join Master Lowell and flee from this land. Valis Kalia is almost deserted now. Only a few elves remain, either to tidy up the last few things or to tarry for reasons of their own. Shocking, I don't know if I should be sad or elated. The gateway at Valis Kalia closed suddenly today. No one is quite sure why. No elves remain in the forests of the valley. Perhaps it was no longer needed. Master Lowell tried unsuccessfully with all of the arts he has mastered to reopen it, but it was to no avail. Now he is trapped on this side of the gate. For Naoman, Gorade, and Bradana and myself, we are relieved that the burden of running the school won't fall only on our shoulders. We feel terrible for the master, though. Yeah, master make sure you point out when the breaks happen. An another passage. Master Lowell has fallen into a deep gloom since returning from his journeying. He confirmed that all of the gates to Fairy are closed. There is no telling how many elves were caught on this side of the portals. However, the master found none of them in his travels. They are either gone or in deep hiding. The other news he brought was all of woe. Warfare has scarred the whole kingdom. From one promontory, he said that fires could be seen burning up and down the length of the Magna Valley. 
It was as if he was gazing at a sea of flickering fireflies. It was so horrific, it could have been beautiful. He also said, if it wasn't so horrific, it could have been beautiful. He also said that the dwarves have closed the gates to their mountain citadel, and even the pleasant halflings, never suspicious of anyone, have begun construction of a great wall to keep outsiders out of their lands. Of the baronies of the hills, only the walled cities still stand. Another passage. Master's mood has turned increasingly black. I worry about the lines of his studies. Once a man of diverse learning, he now seems focused on one area. His divinations have convinced him that the elves will reopen the gates again one day. He now bends his whole intellect toward extending his life to that day. Another passage. Don't know if these last few months were good or bad. A number of our students have returned to the school. Many students left to return home when the troubles began in the outside world. Most we never heard from again. Unfortunately, the students we have received back found that there was no home to return to. We are now the only family they have. We will aspire to be worthy. Another passage. Increasingly worried about Master Lowell. It's as if he has shrunk in upon himself. Ever since the death of his wife, he rarely is seen outside his doors. <coughs> those of us that visit him there find him poring over ancient tombs. He is often seen walking the battlements, muttering to himself that he must be able to find it. We assume it is the secret to magically lengthened life. Another passage. Things have become increasingly desperate. If not for the rangers and clerics that we have recruited to provide food, we would have had to abandon the school long ago. I'm not too sure about these new recruits, though. The master has gone for two months trying to uncover ancient secrets from the ruins of the great cities. He returned with a store of old tomes and scrolls in these new recruits. Now it seems like every month there are several more of them that have taken up residence in the barracks. I know I should be grateful for their help, but there is something about them that sets me on edge. Another passage. The tower has become more like a prison. We all know it. The lower floor is now filled with these uncouth ruffians, and Elowell has employed his guards. To get out of the school requires passing through their suspicious gaze. Others patrol the battlements, denying us escape from the roof. One of the students disappeared last week. Elowell said that she must have left to go home. But what home? Everyone that studies here does so because they have no home. In the final entry. This may be my last entry. Things have become increasingly desperate here. More students have disappeared. This time, the master didn't even offer a token excuse as to where they went, and he has changed these last few months. His body has wasted away to a gaunt shadow of his former robust handsomeness while his power has increased. You can feel it as he passes you in the halls. Now that he is seen outside of his chamber at all anymore, not even to eat, we fear this change in what it bodes for all of our futures. Naomin, Gorade, Bradana, and I have decided to act. We are going to confront Alowal tonight when the guards are changing. We have gathered what items and materials we can to aid us, but it probably won't be enough. Still, we can't sit here and wait for our doom. Better to go out and seek it. And that's where we're going to stop. Okay, well this got interesting. So apparently the party has discovered a Lowell's tower, but now sunk deep into the ground. That's an amazing bit of wizardry if that's the case. And what is happening here? It seems like we might finally be getting an idea. Indeed, it seems that the party has lit upon a school truly of hard knocks. So what will he find in the lower depths of the tower? And what will be waiting for them there? 
We'll have to find out in the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us on iTunes. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.